how to deal with tweakers 101 tips by page there you go <laughs> I, I love how we're setting the standard for like we, we've just taken this two-week break we come back first 10 minutes of conversation ed it's seeing like a saw <laughs> <laughs> and like a psycho poncho <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Yeah, welcome back to the Art of War <laughs> podcast. The I hope you missed us. <laughs> Modern day combat tips by a pruning knife. You're listening to the Art and War podcast with your hosts, Nathan, BR, and Paige. Nathan is a Canadian illustrator with a couple years of military experience. BR is a British anarchist that moved to the States. And Paige is a lifelong artist based in Washington. All three are passionate shooters and community builders. Together, they run the Seaburn Art page. Enjoy the show. Cox. Cox. <laughs> Cox. There you go. As good an opening as any. Our, our uh, very professional podcast that, you know, uh, is indeed our livelihood. Cox. No one here in their right fucking mind calls us a professional podcast. Let's we are be a prof- honest. We are a professional podcast. I mean, we are we're the most prof- serious people not- in... <laughs> <laughs> post 100 episodes now ladies and gentlemen 101 yep. we've become a foreskin appreciator podcast <laughs> that's fake news no, this is a, it, get it right it's a foreskin restoration tutorial podcast right? i'm proudly uncircumcised <laughs> give it back <laughs> so nathan made it to yeah. the u.s alive yes yeah oh i'm alive uh i think um I, I saw like a weird amount of possibly skinwalkers in the middle of nowhere. Drove several days, like 14 hours straight. Very surprised I'm alive. Genuinely a little surprised I'm alive. But it was a good fucking time. Yeah, dude, you did the whole like national tour. You're like a rock star now. <laughs> I, I, I missed visiting people I would have liked to. Um, BR and I actually hung out in and uh, we, we did fun things. They were all relatively legal. What'd you guys do? Gay stuff mainly, but uh, no. <laughs> aside from fucking and fucking. Oh well, I mean that's, yeah, that's no, a given. Of course, of course we fucked. But uh, <laughs> no, we, we we got a range day in. Nathan unfucked some of my stuff. That was cool. I, get, I some... gave your Glock a tri- uh, trigger job with the Dremel. I've actually been like, that's been my thank you to basically everyone that I've seen along the way. Um, <laughs> like, I, I trigger jobs like, for everyone. Trigger jobs for everyone. Like I'll bust out my Dremel and like. The, the little bit of polishing compound and the, the felt tip and all of that, and I will give your Glock a trigger job. Except for Jorge, because he's the only one who shot his Glock enough for it to not really do anything. Oof. Oof. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's damning for the rest of us. But no, you uh, you actually, we, we finally got that range time to kind of see what the fuck was going on with my handgun shooting. Yeah, uh, that, and you were not cool. nearly as bad as you thought you were. <laughs> no, I, I, I've been saying, I've been like proclaiming on podcasts for the last like few months, like I am a dog shit handgun shooter. So if you see me shooting a handgun, do not judge. And then Nathan comes, he's like, you're not that bad. Like, really? Yeah, you're, 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 uh, I, I've for seen record, much, everyone, much I think everyone should just assume for the most part that they're like, not that like, when I it agree. comes to handguns, like people be like, yeah, I'm so good. And there are that, that said, there are those people that I know that are like awesome sharpshooters, but a hundred percent of everyone I know who's like the best shooter I've ever seen is still constantly, hmm, yeah, that wasn't quite right. I did this incorrectly. And I'm like, mm-hmm, yep, that checks yeah. out. Anyone who's uh, jerking themselves off about how good they are, especially with fucking handguns are tough. I don't yeah, care who you are. Yeah, they're the hardest platform, in my opinion. Yeah, especially I shoot, I, I'm constantly shamed uh, that I don't have an RMR on my Glock, but I shoot a 48 a lot. Still? And- 
I hey, what <laughs> hey, RMR want to sponsor us? Go ahead and throw me them good good because for now my broke artist ass is like yeah no we're just gonna pocket that one on the priority list you know. Gotta- Paige, I have an extra RMO eight if if you really <laughs> want it like. Um, we'll work it out. It'll be fun. It looks like I, a dog chewed on it, but like. Hey, listen, I shoot good with my iron sights. I, I feel comfortable with my iron sights and armor will make it better. Uh, the yeah. other Glocks we have have optics on them because Jackson's efficient that way. He always makes sure that things like everything has to have a light and an optic. And I'm like, yay. But yeah. then I'm just like, I just want it to fit in my clothes or my purse or wherever so I can easily access it. And sometimes, uh, Sites and stuff are hard. They're just harder to conceal in some instances. So, disagree. RMR gang. RMR I love. I, I love RMRs. I do. I I do. But there are just sometimes you just gotta get a little sneaky. Gotta get a little sneaky with how you put your gun on you. No, no sights at all. None. Just take, take, <laughs> Completely take flat. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you don't even need a gun. It's just like an erect penis and a, a knife will do a, a lot more. Get a heavy brick. <laughs> no, that's that's the Irish way, right? Yeah, yeah, a hammer. <laughs> a hammer. You I guys, have, that's you, intimate. I, I have a someone... strategic hammer laid out in my like throughout my house. Not, <laughs> that was not even a joke. There's like three of them in three different rooms. I spent the most time in just in case. I unironically <laughs> want to even make, doubt it. Yeah, I, I want to make like an appendix holster for just just like a ball peen hammer. Like you see someone pull that out, you know they mean fucking business. It's <laughs> called a tool belt. What are you talking about, Nathan? Yeah, no, I'm no, conceal like, a carry. Yeah, <laughs> it's not hard to hide carry. a hammer. Yeah, yeah but, but you know, you want to do it efficiently. I hide one in my pants every day. Yeah, like the shot timer goes off. <laughs> a hammer's just such an intimate way to kill somebody, though. Like if someone come into your house, of the yeah, but it's like... got the deterrent factor because if three guys break in and then they the other two see you kill one with a hammer, he goes, <laughs> he goes oh, on the ground, he's taking his teeth out and shit. They're gonna be like, oh my god. Well, I, I also imagine there's no there's no way to kill someone where there's like more eye contact than using a hammer. Like you, yeah. you're just looking at them right in the eye as you do. You're going old boy removing the teeth first, so that's gonna go in itself. Just hold them down, look at them in the eye while you're doing that is gonna be a pretty like a good deterrent to the rest of them. Guys, do you do you remember in like the I, I wanna say the mid two thousands, there was a series of like instructional self-defense videos by that British guy on like what to do if you get swarmed, what to do if there's multiple attackers in a bathroom, what to what to do with all that stuff. And god, like this has lived rent-free in my head for over a decade. Like his instructional video of like you, have you seen these? No, I don't think so. Okay, so so there's one, and this is the most iconic in my opinion. And he's just like this massive fucking British guy, like super jacked, bald head, just always talking like this kind of. Yeah, uh, they and, come with bald heads. Yeah, and he, <laughs> what what got me is is the like dramatic recreation of what you do, which is like a couple of guys corner him in the bathroom. He's like, "All right, the first thing you have to do is you just go fucking ape shit." And he's just like, <laughs> and and he's like, I, "I I shit you not." He like grabs the first attacker and he starts like biting his ear and take mocking, mocking obviously, but like biting his face and ripping off chunks of him and just like. <laughs> Well, that was always and he's screaming the whole time, and like at the very end, he's ho- he's holding the guy, he's biting, and he he looks at another one of the attackers. He goes like, "You're fucking next, cunt." <laughs> and- yeah, that was that, that was always my plan. I was my plan was always like, just get a hold of someone's head, thumbs in the eyes, and then bite their nose as hard as you can with an aim to pull it off, and then just point at the next guy with the other guy's nose nose in your mouth, and just go, "You." Yeah! 
<laughs> in theory, in theory, this sounds like great fun. And maybe uh, hundreds of years ago when prolific bloodborne illnesses weren't uh, so readily available in people's bodies. Like that's the one thing that freaks me out. Like you get in a fight with someone, like I don't even like fighting anyone with my fist. Cause like if you punch someone in the face, you know, you'll cut your knuckles on their teeth and stuff or, you know, oh, yeah, you mentioned cut that. open on your knuckles, but Next it's like that. AIDS. That's yeah, that's real shit. Say, especially like I killed three men with bare hands and now I have AIDS. <laughs> you know, that, so that shit happened all the time in my hometown. Like cops really? and shit would get yeah, because there were so many heroin addicts and like druggies and tweakers everywhere that you know people don't think about that as a danger. Like if a fucking junkie spits in your eyes, you have to go get tested for Hep C. Like you might die. Like, I've known oh. that from people like, who like, like how did I, you kill these guys? Did you fuck them to death? Like what you happened? Can't, you, <laughs> you just like hope they overdose and then you're like, oh, we didn't get there in time. Like that's kind of it. Like it's just to a point where you get these. I, I remember talking to an officer one day. He was at this uh helping out at this this store we had where there was like a theft happening and some people I knew, you know, worked at the stores. So we're all hanging out there and you know, they're apprehending this absolutely bonkers fucking lady. And they basically have to throw her into the car because across the street, there's some guy who's just going like ape shit, you know, heroin crazy. And when they get there, I guess he had a needle that when he saw the cops, it like broke off in his arm. And so it was like spraying blood all over the cops. And one of them ended oh. up being really sick. It was really terrible. I'm like, oh Holy my God. Shit. So people are like, oh yeah, it sounds cool to, you know, like in theory, chopping off someone's head, intimately killing them with a hammer. Like I can get on board <laughs> with that. But then the nice part about a gun or something is that there's distance or like get good with your kicks. So you don't have to uh, get too intimate with someone because that gets icky fast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, another suggestion is did. you just pack like a poncho everywhere and if you see a situation about to happen you ever see the movie american psycho like that scene where he kills a dude with an axe yeah. yes like to huey lewis in the news you just have one of those and you know you, you start to see stuff <laughs> go down you like hold on hold on a second you put on the poncho then you take out your hammer so there it's you funny go. you should say that because i think that <laughs> what? at some point <laughs> Yeah, just like, what story do you have? I'm so concerned. I, well, I might have. I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast. Like, it was so bad with the tweakers in my hometown, and I've been in so many fucking altercations. And you started carrying an axe. No, I carried a pruning saw, uh, rubber gloves, and I always had either my glasses or literally a pair of safety glasses. So, like, when shit got crazy. It was like, okay, at the time, you know, I'm like 19, 20, whatever. I can't afford a fucking Glock at, the, at this time in my life. It was California. So I just like, you pull a pruning saw out of your bag and you have rubber gloves on and everything changes. So it's- <laughs> Yeah. A whole new world. <laughs> I just was so sick of dealing with some of the shit I dealt with. You just, and yeah, they fold, they fold out. So I used to. Yeah, I was going yeah. to say, that is the most schizophrenic EDC I've ever heard of in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're like, yeah, EDC a poncho. My tactical pruning knife. <laughs> yeah, these things are, they fold, they have different sizes. You know, you can get like a nice 13 inch pruning saw that folds closed or an eight inch pruning saw. And if I'm walking down to the fucking mall by myself, because I was like, you know, pissed off or whatever, had to go cruise somewhere and I didn't have a fucking gun. A pruning saw is... You know, it's a good deterrent, if nothing else. Someone's like, I'm not going to fuck with that. And you're like, okay, cool. Like, that's fine. That works yeah, I, I think that might be the new meta. It's like Glocks with RMRs and lights on them are out. And now it's a pruning saw and a poncho. <laughs> 
You gotta do what you gotta do, man. I'm telling you. You just gotta I, pick the junkies that you fight. The ones on like coke and crack, they 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 got like superhuman strength and speed. Whereas the ones on heroin are moving in slow motion at all times. So you can just lightly <laughs> jog away. Real, no real shit. You have to size that up. Like yeah. I've been places where there's people on my like, I'm not touching that because they have crackhead strength. And like <laughs> even if they're barely taller than me, a guy who's drunk, a grown man who's drunker on heroin, um, I've at least been able to apprehend a few or get you know and like you know kerfuffles some scuffles and get out on top just fine but those people are like you said they're slow and they don't know what's going on and usually you can just kind of start yelling at them like you're a cop you don't say you're a cop you just start being like get on the fucking ground and they don't they're so gacked out of their mind they don't even know they just respond to that so yeah. I'm saying, yeah. how to deal with tweakers 101 tips by page there you go I, I love how we're setting the standard for like we, we've just taken this two-week break we come back first 10 minutes of conversation ed it's singing like a, a saw <laughs> <laughs> and like a psycho poncho that that kind of reminds me welcome of welcome back uh, everyone yeah welcome back to the art of war podcast modern day combat dangerous. tips buy a pruning knife <laughs> It kind of reminds me a little bit. Um, so some, like one in a, a thousand of the listeners will probably know. Uh, my, my friend uh, Wop. His name is Wop? Uh, it is now. But uh, his, his <laughs> is he Italian? Yeah, uh, yes, he's one of the two Italian people I can stand. <laughs> so he's just a slur. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> it is literally his username. Um, he, I, I uh, traded some stuff to him and he sent me a scope mount a long time ago and the, the package shows up and I'm like this is really big for a scope mount this is a big fucking box and I open it and inside is like a ski mask a pair <laughs> of rubber gloves a rusty knife um, a sticker that says let's go get some jacked women that's a shopping list Yep, <laughs> it, it was like a full rape kit and a can of beans covered in medical tape <laughs> but it said let's go get some jacked women right yes i mean that's just a, an appropriate tomboy fetish because tomboy supremacy that's fine she probably wants to fight a little i'm just that's guessing. like that's a real life always sunny situation like I, my tools i gotta have my tools <laughs> i like to find i like to be bound <laughs> i worked oh man speaking of tools so i've done a lot of contracting and stuff like that in my life with my family growing up and uh there was this house one time this guy had died and we had to go clean it out uh, to just like we we didn't you know clean the guy out, but uh, we went and remodeled the home and had to get everything out of there. And it was a daunting task, even though the place wasn't that fucking big. It was a, a little one bedroom, uh, lower part of a duplex uh, call, like building. And um, we get in there, we're going through stuff. This guy was some kind of rain man, or maybe thought he was. So there was just books and books and books, like textbooks and notebooks all over full of crazy fucking math equations. And we threw it all away. I couldn't, you know, decide for anything. So I, I mean, we maybe, you know, threw away the, the genius that the world will never know. Uh, but there was just notebooks of all these numbers and all this shit. And uh, then I find this box over in the, uh, this desk that was by the living room window. In this box was a series of photos. Of these photos were, first of all, he had some angry collection through the blinds of taking pictures of a lady who every day her dog apparently would shit in the neighbor's house across the yard. And he took or across the street and he would take pictures through the blinds. And I don't know what he did with that, but he had like 40 or 50 different iterations. So he had been taking these photos for a long time. But in this, 
among the things, you know, we had, there was a couple of weird little boxes of stuff that we had, I didn't think about it until later. We'd already thrown so much shit out and done so many dump runs that by the time I got to this box, I almost would have been like, oh, fuck, maybe we should like tell the police. But I find this shoebox of photos and in the shoebox of photos is this section that looks like it's on the side of a house it's indescript so you can't really tell where it's at uh it's definitely you know paneling side of a home a fence and then there's no tree line or anything visible so it's it's tucked away but on the side is this little patch of ground you can see that he's cleared and then in the next picture there is just straight up a fucking grave dug like it just looks like a human-sized hole and then there's a bunch of soft dirt and the next one filled up and uh it's all and there's like pieces you can see pieces of clothing and stuff like in the side of the of the photo and i was like holy shit i think this guy like killed somebody because then i find another series of uh, that was the only one that had a sequence and then i find like another series of just little spots that you couldn't see anything there was no discernible uh, even building or anything in these ones but they were all just plots like like places that might have had like some little like stick configuration or something on them. I was like, I don't know if this guy's like killing animals or people, but something went down. That I'd be so upset shit. if I found a mass grave. I just be like, I'm gonna have to deal with this now. I'm gonna have to <laughs> like, fucking, ah, God fuck. fucking damn it. I'm gonna have to like call, they're gonna dig it up and then I'll, they'd be like, Did you do it? I'd be like, No, I didn't do it. I found it. <laughs> why would it. I call you? Yeah, why would I tell you if I did it? Like, <laughs> No, I've, I've had the same the, the pruning knife. The pruning knife is not related. Please ignore the pruning knife. <laughs> that, that's mine. Yeah, just don't touch it. <laughs> the, the, the poncho. <laughs> yeah, that, the, that's just in case you know I'm, I have to fight someone with AIDS. You know, uh, you, <laughs> you, know me, you know. Stop asking me questions about the can of beans wrapped in tape. It's not to do with you. Leave it alone. <laughs> that's my medical kit. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that. I still have that. There, there was other kids. Oh shit! There's like, um, someone actually told me these, these are a real thing. But uh, at the time, I just assumed that they were bullets. Someone had reloaded with screwdriver tips. <laughs> <laughs> is is that a thing? I've seen people like posting that, like the meme of uh, drill bits in a like finding them in a in a gas station parking lot and being like. No. Oh, yeah, it's disgusting like, that there's bullets all over the place, blah, 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 whatever. No, they, they were legitimately inside 9mm uh, nine, nine mil, uh, casings, so I imagine... Some, some that, demolition ranch shit, I love it. Yeah, but I, apparently <laughs> it's actual defensive ammo you can buy. Oh, well, wait, wait, are you talking... For what? Why, 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 why screwdriver tips? I, are you sure they're screwdriver tips, or do they just look like them? I think they just look like it. I think it was like... I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure... Because there the are such things? a thing as spiral tipped nine mil. What, the, yeah, no, the, are it, you talking about? It looks like the extreme penetrators. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, Black Hill home, has one that looks kind of close. Improvement. You're yeah, firing, firing nails is a good AR. How we do it, buddy? <laughs> hey, someone in my hometown once packed their shotgun ammo with Rice Krispies and murk somebody so why not yeah you can literally look up google it uh man <laughs> kills or shoots someone with rice crispy shotgun ammo it was awesome i'm I was, on, I'm on way too many watch lists as it is like to kind of google that oh, 
ingenuity is incredible like it's yeah it's amazing. i was gonna say was this a good shoot or was this a murder <laughs> i don't it was probably who fucking no dude people don't realize how bad it is shoot. dude it wasn't even a shotgun it was a flare gun full of cereal <laughs> no that's someone else that's someone else no, it, it, it was a shotgun shell shoved into a flare gun the, the the bodies John Harvey Kellogg oh, has claimed. Yeah, it'll be from Humboldt <laughs> County. You'll find it. My, my home, my homeland. Oh, uh, Humboldt County? Yeah, Eureka, yeah. California. Yeah, yeah, that's my hometown. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, there, there's a picture of him, and he looks like exactly the sort of pre- person who would do that. There's been some crazy shit that ha- I don't know if I've mentioned it previously on here, but there was uh, these guys. I don't remember what the. Um, what the disagreement was over. But anyway, they had this guy that was super high on shrooms and then they also got high on shrooms. And I think they gave him, they gave this guy drugs forcibly and they uh, like <laughs> took out his heart and fed it to their dogs. And it was this big fuck? mess. People were really upset. About, I mean, rightfully, it was a really terrible thing that happened. But it was just, every time just something like that happens, it's 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 just Humboldt County. It's some crazy shit. You gotta be really angry at someone that killed him at cornflakes. I, I was I'm going to say, like, how many shrooms do you have to take to do any of this? I was gonna say I, I couldn't even watch Predator Two on shrooms. I was like, this is too violent. They said mushrooms. It, it could have been something else. You know how when people get tired of animal, like, I've seen this happen a lot, where like animals like take over a neighborhood. People will start like poisoning meat and throwing it out to mm. you know the strays and stuff like that. People start doing that with drugs a lot, and it just doesn't work because they're so resilient. They're like cockroaches. Nothing can stop them. So you'll change them. People will literally just put rat poison in, in, in amphetamines or whatever else and these people are fucking fine they're just they're making they're they're making drugs in their bathroom out of styrofoam and drano and you're like what the (laughs) fuck is you you do reach a point where you do so many drugs you do become functionally invulnerable it's it's incredible i've known now i've known now uh friends parents or or people that you know i i came up with and stuff that were on hard drugs a really long time and got off of them and died of heart failure because their mm. body couldn't regulate itself anymore. Because it was so used to being at such a high level of stress from the amphetamines or, you know, being at a certain low level of, uh, you know, body or blood pressure and stuff from from the heroin that when or opiates, you know, pick pick whatever, that once they got clean, their body physically just stopped working. It got dependent on that level of energy for whatever. I'm like, that's insane. Ugh, that's why, like, cokeheads scare the shit out of me. I'm like, how the fuck are you on that stuff all the time? And you need it like, like some people need coffee. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus. I, well, also, hey, people. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go for it. I don't know anyone who hates anything as much as you hate junkies. It's oh, me. I, I hate junkies so much. I mean, we all hate junkies, but like Paige, I think has a special hatred for junkies. I think probably. I don't hate anything. I don't. It's it's a it's less a, a hatred. Like, do you hate ants? Like, I mean, they're they're yes. like they're <laughs> upsetting. They're upsetting. Like they're, they're like cockroaches in the house. There's nothing you can really. Yeah, but you can exterminate ants. You can't exterminate junkies, no matter how much I want to. Yeah. <laughs> it comes down to being like they are. There is a a really fucked up. There's a lot of fucked up things that that culminate around them and happen as a result of them, but they are also the result of yes, individual failures, but of a lot of other failures as well. So I see that, and it's just it's it's hard for me growing up where I did. You know, you check the the local news, and oh, I went to kindergarten with that person, and they OD'd, or oh, that guy 
uh, smashed his ankles with cinder blocks because he ran out of opiates and needed to get more and sold his butthole for heroin. That sucks. He was going to be a football star. You know, you see things like that all the time. So it's so it's hard to to hate these people because I grew up with so many of these people or these people are, am I, it just kind of makes me sad. You know, you see the kids who had uh, learning disabilities or in like the special ed classes. And there were those whose parents had money and those whose parents didn't. And the ones who had money went on to be, you know, go through some sort of healthy structure, end up on, uh, you know, medications that improve their life, when, you know, have a job at the local grocery store and they're doing great in their thirties versus, you know, that one kid who he was a litter of a bunch of other, you know, fucked up bipolar tweaker kids. And now he's raped three women. They've all had children and he's gotten out four times of jail. And now he has a whole litter of fucked up bipolar tweaker children too. And they just kind of proliferate. It's just, it's, it's a, it's almost subspecies a little bit. It's hard to, uh, see some of these people as as humans so i can't really hate oh, them Christ. in that way Christ, sounds like a skill issue to me <laughs> I, you, you're like i don't hate them and then it just devolves into yeah they're almost like they're a subspecies human. of humans <laughs> like the coldest <laughs> i said that i don't really hate them anymore. there's just a pity there i mean they're, they're still they're they're there is a point where there's some individuals where there's like humanity left in them, but you can't love someone to heal themselves. Like, I don't care whoever's like fucking listening to this, who's ever given that person a million chances and, oh, it'll change this time. Like, fuck you. No, it won't. They have to want to help themselves, period. And there are those who've gotten out. I have many, uh, many friends uh, that I've made over the years who've had tremendous struggles that pulled out of it. But there comes like this turning point when someone breaks and it's not just they're high out of their mind or whatever. Uh, you can see it sometimes in those who've, who've murdered indiscriminately. Uh, they're the people who've like really hurt children or hurt animals. There's there's something there that shifts. And I will argue that it's it's subhuman. It's like when you eat, like when people eat other people. Uh, Mike and I are talking about this. Mr. Mr. Thumb, we are talking about cannibalism. <laughs> Casually he's cannibalism, like, Goshen. He's like, it's the easiest thing to, to eat someone. What's that? <laughs> eat someone. <laughs> Yeah, he, he says it's the easiest thing to find in the human body because like mad cow disease, it's a protein that like even if you've had people ever in your life, it just shows up in your body and it, and it changes you. It alters your DNA. It fucks with you. I, I, I thought it was, uh, just... that, that's the, the brain. If you don't eat the brain, you're, you're uh, okay. Because I, I researched this kind of a lot. I don't know why. I just kind of went down a weird internet <laughs> hole one day. Uh, prion disease, like, uh, yeah, proteins unfolding incorrectly. It's mostly found in the brain tissue. Uh, Kuru, I think is what... Uh, certain tribes call it um there, there's more scientific names but it leads to possibly the worst way i can think of dying which is fatal insomnia like it starts with the handshakes you ever see the movie the book of eli mm. yeah yeah all, all the cannibals have their hands shake that's based on a real thing but it comes from brain tissue not just like meat <laughs> yeah sorry Paige, sure go it's on. just brains because i think if you be munching on a leg or something like it's gonna come out it's gonna show up in the blood work <laughs> People are gonna notice, like, like yeah, you know. You've been I eating just... people. How can you tell? Yeah, <laughs> definitely at least just... have bad vibes. Like <laughs> his vibes you know, are off. I mean, hundred percent. I feel like if we got meat from you know West Taiwan or something, that it would probably have, uh, you know, bodies in it somewhere. You're like, oh, it's okay, just some extra protein. It's like prisoner protein from the labor camps, and you're just eating some people and horse meat, maybe some dog. I don't know. I just I feel like. That somewhere along the line, that shit's probably trickled its way in somewhere. <laughs> Some cloud atlas shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the thing. Like, Lucas, you're a worldly man. But, Indeed. I mean, in Britain, 
Do you hear about junkies being this fucking like off the wall? Because no. I don't. I don't. Usually they're just strung out like at the at the edge of like edge of town, like by the parking lot as you as you're walking yeah. down. They're like, "Hey, got any change?" You're like, "No, fuck off." Yeah, get the a job. junkies are right here, just like hanging out around McDonald's, going, "I have two euros for a Ah, no, don't run. Ah, no, fuck." Well, what does junkie mean there? Like, what drugs? Again, it's the drug. It's heroin. They're all on heroin. Okay, because out here we, we they're on hyped up motherfuckers being like, you know, fucking, uh, fucking, yeah, you run, I'll fucking chase you, let's fucking go, bitch. Like we have like the ones that are like, ah, oh, Jesus, what you can't just, just fucked up. <laughs> like and the ones you can just trip and make your way where you need to go if it's you know that bad of a problem. No, I get yeah, that. Yeah, no, no one's afraid of them. They're just kind of sad. But in the U.S., it's like they're all like hopped up on uh, on Nazi pills, like all that, all that fucking meth out there. Fentanyl, meth, like yeah. people don't realize too. This is something. So um, I have a lot of. Uh, understanding of how the drug trades work in uh, especially Northern California and stuff. And you'll have these kids who will be at raves and they'll be all, Oh, I'm doing MDMA. I'm doing ecstasy. I'm doing, I, I have this. I'm like, no, you're not. I mean, you're getting meth crushed with Sudafed. Seriously. It's, it's literally fucking, this is why baby formula was on lockdown. People were all complaining. Oh, baby formulas unlock. It's like, yeah, because it's used all the time in drugs. Uh, it's used to cut drugs with. So people will cut. I did not know that. Yeah, a baby formula is used for that a lot. So people will it's it's a safe thing, safe quote unquote thing to ingest. The body absorbs it quicker and whatever. But uh people will think that they're doing cocaine and anything like north of like the the lower belt of the United States of America, unless you have a lot of money or enough drugs to pH test them to make sure that what you're getting is in fact matching what you think it is that you have. You getting meth and fucking baby aspirin. Like that's just, you ain't getting real shit. So all these people saying, oh, I would never touch that stuff. I just do MDMA. I just do ecstasy. I'm like, bitch, you're doing meth. And that's, that, there's just no way around it. You're doing meth. And then there's glorified meth, like Adderall, you know? So it's like, there's always some or thing you have your, your fentanyl or whatever, your, or your special heroin is dilated. You know, so they've got medical, they got medical grade heroin out there too. But as far as like street drugs, people who think that they have what they do, you don't, I promise you don't, unless you have enough money or you're running the operation yourself, you do not know what you're getting straight up. It's, you hear it's that ridiculous. kids stick with natural stuff that grows out of the ground. Yeah, grow your own pot. Like, whatever. Fucking, you're going to do it. Just grow your weed leaf. Be happy. Quit doing hard drugs. It's not good for anyone. Oh, pills scare the absolute shit out of me because yeah, you same. have no Especially fucking clue what you're days. getting. Yeah. yeah. Like, these days, it's fucking wild. Uh, everything is. You can make pills at like, home very easy. Like, it's like, like yeah. so, like, the sheer getting off the fucking internet is probably made in someone's bathroom very easily. Yeah. Uh, yeah what, what, what was the. Uh... I like kind of you know tinfoil hats get so ranting. I actually think fentanyl is like an act of war. I, I think I think. Whoa, whoa! Do you think it's domestic act of war, like CIA fuckery, or do you think it's like foreign, like Chinese culture? Chinese. Not, Why not, not both? Trump. Yeah, it, it very well, well could honestly, be. Like, th think about it. Well, most of our fentanyl comes from China. It goes to the cartels and it comes up through the the southern borders. Like, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me that you know. Um, even like the cartels, which are historically brutal, why are they killing the people that they, uh, their customers? Yeah, it, it's yeah. you know it's business one hundred and one. Killing your customers and also creating an aversion for the drugs that you're selling is bad for business. Yeah, but um, not necessarily. So when a drug is really hard, 
I, you'd think it would do that, but it just sensationalizes it. And people go, holy fuck, that's so crazy, but it probably won't happen to me. That shit sounds strong, and then they go for it. So having a drug that sounds that insane, like when we had we had a bad like bad batches of acid that went through a bunch of spots in my hometown and there was like a warning out they put in the newspaper and all the people I knew who sold acid their sales went through the roof. And it's just it's like a it's a weird hysteria. It's like anything fear sells. Fear equals consumerism. A hundred percent of the time. I like how you're like, my acid dealer friends were seeing this growth. <laughs> it's just like what, it, it, Humble County, like that's just how people made their money. Everyone, you could go door to door and one in three people will have pot and they're like, we'll be growing something in their house. It's, it's, it's just like that or making mushrooms or making acid or making meth or whatever. It's just, it, it's, it's that, it's that prolific. Hmm. It's crazy. Jesus. So yeah, it's it's. It, I've talked to so many people out there who've done now. Even after being having left there and finding out, you think it. Like, I knew things are bad, and then you leave, and you're like, whoa. And then you talk to people who are on the underside, you're really like, whoa. Like, what's this tiny? I mean, up until recently, Eureka barely had a population of over thirty thousand people. Um, a majority plus of that just being tweakers. Uh, but they have a federal courthouse there, and you know FBI the FBI headquarters out there and all kinds of shit and a bunch of, you're like, what's it? Oh, why are there all these military bases? This is crazy. And we've got a nuclear power plant that's quote unquote decommissioned and whatever else. So it's a little wild out there, but I I will, I think I agree with you though, Nathan, that I mean, it's definitely a war, but the drug, the war isn't the war on drugs. It's, it's just pick your drug. Is it social media? Is it, uh, you're neuro, everyone's neurodivergent and everyone's autistic and everyone's this now. So, uh, take the meds, do the thing, don't work out. Uh, if you're one of the people right now, who's only scrolling on their phone and hasn't been to a gym or done anything to eat a fucking like fresh vegetable or piece of meat in the last, you know, few weeks, you're, you're a part of that. Everyone's the war is on, I think, keeping everyone complacent. It's complacency and fear. Yeah. It's, a, it's powerful to be able to do that to people. I mean, we discovered yeah. that in MK Ultra. Still going on, man. I'm facing like it a, a pretty interesting issue where, like, the more the the more I kind of talk to to other people, and like, I, I, I'm not like like you know, fucking struck my own dick here, saying like I'm incredibly fucking successful or anything. But like, I have shit I want to do. I've got general goals in life. I got I I I work hard at shit. And like speaking to some people, like it just immediately turns them off the minute they're like. They're like, what do you do? And you're like, oh, I do this and this. And then you're like, what about you? And they're just like, oh, yeah, not much, really. Just watch the football. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, man. <laughs> you know? And like, it's not, I'm, I'm happy to talk to them about that shit, but it's like, it's like they're actively annoyed, like, not annoyed, but they like, you see them actively lose interest, like, in speaking to you. The minute oh, you say you're that, ambitious? You yeah. 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 It's, 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 Some people like, get like, offended by ambition, and I don't understand do. that. Yeah. It's because it and it evokes self-reflection, right? It's when you yeah. see people who I mean we've had many of them on this podcast who are, you know, quote unquote an influencer in a place where they got to where they are and people will hate them just because of the idea that they've made of yeah. them. And they're just like, oh yeah, fuck this guy. It's like anytime someone's had any sort of military credential and goes on to do something, someone's always screaming about stolen valor. I'm like, I think you're yeah. just envious that someone's doing something that 
you wanted to do. Like you don't quit investing so much. If I really don't like something or I'm not interested in it, I just move the fuck on. Yeah. Most people do. Like if you, it's like scrolling past something on the menu you don't want to eat. You're like, oh, that doesn't sound good. I don't care. I don't like avocados or whatever. And it's like, you move on. But when it comes to this, people will hyper fixate on how much they hate something to make a point of that. And I'm like, oh, you're really interested. (laughs) It's, I think people are addicted to, to feeling angry. Like it's, it's a, yeah, a lot I've, of got a, I've got a friend recently actually like this where I, I've been getting kind of honestly burnt out talking to them because it's just like every day. Did you see this thing about Hunter Biden's like thing? Did you see this thing? About <laughs> like, what this, and I'm bro. like, I'm like, bro, I'm like, I literally do not care. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I repeatedly explained to him. I said, I said, like, you're spending all this time and energy focusing on this shit and you can do absolutely nothing about it. Like, yeah. do like so you're like, do anything else. Like, this is a dude who's meant to be running a business. I'm like, go focus on that. Go do yeah. that shit because what you're doing here is of absolutely zero benefit to you. If anything, it's detrimental because it's distracting you from shit you should be doing. But I think yeah. that's part of it too. I think people focus on shit and they get like outraged about stuff and they think because they, they, it's a distraction. And it means that focusing on that and talking about that means they don't have to worry about the shit they know that they really should be doing. And so they can just go like, oh yeah, but I'm really invested in this right now. And this is a topic I want to talk. And then like, it's just like absolute bullshit that like in no way either affects them or they can do anything about it. Well, it's yeah. just, it's armchair speculation. It's the, it's the, the fat fuck on the couch screaming about how someone on the football field or baseball field isn't doing this thing or that Olympian <laughs> isn't doing this thing. And you look at them and you look at what they're yelling at and there's, you can't do better. Like, fuck off. Well, like, doesn't mean that just because you can't do better doesn't mean that I don't think, I think we're still allowed to have opinions or formulate, you know, criticisms about things. But that being said, just to your point of someone just being angry and ambition, it's a, it's a self-reflection thing. It's a catalyst. They see someone else's success and you see this in relationships even. People have partners where someone's doing something and they immediately feel an ickiness about that person or that friend and they have to be like, yeah, well, you know, I'm just being a devil's advocate and offering all these caveats rather than just being happy for their fucking friend or their partner or whoever. And I mean, shit, I've had these behaviors in my life or something says something and it'll sit with me for a second. I was like, wow, like, why do I have such a negative emotional response to this immediately like, when I think about it? Like, why do I need to shut that down? Like, oh, I'm sorry. That was a dick thing to say. Like, no, I think that's awesome. Like, that's my own shit to work through, you know? You're 100% right, especially, but it, it, like, that's all completely dead on. But it always blew my mind when people do that in a, in a relationship because I'm like, surely yeah. you should be happy if you're like, like, you should be seeing it as like, you know, a partnership. And that, like, if your partner is doing well, then you should be happy because it means you're both doing well. And that, you know, but like people like that, they get, they do seem to get jealous of their partner within a relationship. So I always find insane. Yeah, it's, like career competitiveness and stuff. It's like, no, 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 this is good for us, not just yeah. for you, Jesus. Yeah, oh man, that just sits poorly with me. I dated a girl a long time ago who who like went to art school and whatnot. And not to be, not not to complain too much, but uh, I remember when I started doing this, we were still talking, like we, we were friends afterwards. And um, she, she uh, kept on asking me like, oh, how, how's art doing? How's the thing doing? And when this started to pick up, she... Uh, she asked how I was doing. I said, like, hey, you know, um, it's actually doing pretty well. I've transitioned to making it my full-time job. And she tells <laughs> me, please don't talk about this anymore. I feel like you stole my dream. Like, oh, <laughs> what? Whoa. Like, Sounds what? like a skill <laughs> issue once again. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> this is like, why I date men. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I, I actually, like, at, at that point, like, we, we were still friendly, but I just stopped talking to her. 
Yeah, the, the, so, I have this issue recently. Like, I have like I did like TLDR. I, I just I teach students certain aspects of marketing, and like uh, it helps a lot of them. And they send me very nice messages about stuff that I did that helps and stuff. And I'm oh, like, oh, yeah. this person said this. Like, it's 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 great. No, and they're like, oh, you well, everybody just loves you, don't they? I'm like, yeah, pretty much because I'm really nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should try it. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> I've, had some, I've had some really backhand. You get some backhanded shit from people that way too. I've had someone. It's funny. I, there's some people in uh, proximity of me who have to make a point to constantly tell me how much they don't care about names and how much they're just doing their art for themselves. All these things. I'm like, yeah, that, that's cool, bro. Like, yeah, but I, I don't care about anybody. I'm like, oh, you seem to really, you seem <laughs> to really care about how much you don't care about things. Like, you know, it's a lot of effort that into you bring the, it up every time you have when, a conversation. When someone does that, when it's like, it's clearly bait like that, I cannot leave it alone. And I immediately will be like, <laughs> I'll be like, wow, it sounds like a recipe to be broke forever. Great job. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, I, I get so, it's funny. I was talking to uh, yeah, Mike and I, we were just hanging out not terribly long ago, you know, and we had a chat about that people saying like, oh, they're just chasing the clout. And he's like, who the fuck isn't? That is literally being successful is you have to do the thing that gets people to look at the thing. And it's yeah. like, who the fuck is like, oh, they're just clout. Chasing. He's like, yeah, who the fuck isn't in an industry where your livelihood depends on the views of others and catering to an audience with, you know, making content that you believe in. Yeah. You have to find what that means. Cloud doesn't mean writing coattails. It doesn't necessarily mean like that has many forms, but it's just, it's funny. He's like, no, fuck that. Everyone's chasing cloud. Like that's literally being successful in any business is being noticed in what you're doing. Well, yeah, I, I think, and this is kind of how I view it. There's a difference between, uh, you know, as you define chasing cloud and how it's often defined as like being fake, doing things for attention. You know, I think you, you can be genuine to yourself and get attention without really looking for it or while looking for it. Or you can, you know, be an asshole, make controversy for the sake of doing exactly that, just getting views. Um, there are ways to do things like an asshole and there's ways to do things while being true to yourself. I... I almost disagree with that because I know, we know so many yep. people who have to be someone, they're a persona and yeah. their persona is what everyone loves online. Like playing yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that you like having a persona makes you an asshole. I don't think that putting on a face on, like I put on a face when I meet people. I was meaning I, the, fa yeah. the, the fake aspect was all just to the note. Oh, of, like, no, no. I, I, I mean that in like a negative context and there's positive context as well. Everyone That's fair. That's fair. Degree. Yeah. Like when, when I say, uh, you know, fake, you don't have to be genuine all the time, and you no one no one is no one is. Well, I, I'll be well, honest. I would I would imagine that all of us pretty much often exaggerate our opinions on here, even just for comedic effects. I, oh, 100%. I do it constantly. I just talked about killing homeless people with Bobby and Harmers. I don't actually want to do that. You know, <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's it's, but it, it's a funny idea, so I'm going to yeah. talk about it. You know. Yeah. I think to your point though of of disingenuine, I yeah. almost think disingenuine can be acceptable at times. But yeah, no, the, I, I agree. Just from just from what I've seen, because I understand people needing to guard themselves. But if maybe what I'm understanding is like that definition, which I, I do agree with, is someone having malicious or subversive intent. Like, yes. like, don't hide being transactional. I don't know who needs to hear this right now, but you don't need to be friends with all of your fucking colleagues or peers yeah. or business partners. You can be friendly and you don't have to be friends. You can have really awesome, open, trusting relationships with people and never say anything bad about anyone fucking else. You don't have to be best friends or family with someone you just met who doesn't meet that criteria. That creates a really gross low pool of what it means to be in that 
So I guess on that note, like I see people who try to be all like, oh yeah, what's up? Like we're family. We're so close for this. And it's like, I don't know you. You don't know me. No, yeah, but the one like, thing I always hated was like jobs that tried to be like, we're a family. I don't oh, like, oh, I, I hate that. The second I, I see that, I turn off. Like, a red flag. Yeah. In what world? Someone's like, okay, we're a family. Okay, what that says to me is that we emotionally abuse and take advantage of each other and do so unapologetically and don't report anything to HR because no one cares because we're family owned. So it's like, yep. corporate, corporate sucks. I think we talked about this on the Delta uh magna podcast a long time ago about uh, like art and stuff and business and for having a small business like a family-owned business you you are welcomed with flexibility and being able to maybe change certain things or have certain permissions or define your own role but that really sucks constantly living in the gray area when it comes for work like that's terrible yeah the family aspect is talks anyway i mean to go off on a tangent there but uh, i hate that so much well i mean if we want to change out of uh career stuff i mean nathan you've you've just got like a national tour you've probably this is probably the most states you've seen in one one go right yeah i saw like half so my route was basically like god um so through maine to uh uh, there's so many states i don't i don't remember i'm going to miss like half <laughs> i, I, I went from the right side to the there's left over side 50 of them i how much do i keep track of this many <laughs> um I went from the 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 right side to the bottom <laughs> to the left side. <laughs> the right side of the bottom to the left side. That's some yeah. great geography. Yes. Uh, no, I, I went through uh, Maine to uh, North Carolina and then just from North Carolina headed straight west and kind of like cut a diagonal line across the country to uh, where I currently am in Idaho. And it's nice. And now we're practically neighbors. Yeah, we are. That's... Uh, yeah, we, we can Why go did you choose activities. Idaho? I like Idaho. Mm. Actually, it's kind of been like... Because <laughs> even not surprised me, I would have thought like Texas or some shit. Why did you choose Idaho? It's nice. It, it's not at all what you would expect. It's uh, And, you know, oh, God. So uh, my, my uh, mom, uh, she texted me while I was in Memphis asking, hey, uh, like, where are you? And I, I said, I'm in Memphis, Tennessee. I don't know. And... Uh, <laughs> She, she sends me a message being like, my, my parents are, and I've brought it up before, very CNN liberal. Um, so she sends me a message like, don't get killed by, you know, racist rednecks. They're going to get you because, you know, you're you're Canadian driving a Prius. And I just send her a picture of my gun. Uh, <laughs> All right, no worries. <laughs> it's okay. I have the means to protect myself, mother. Yes. Uh, she, she I, will also, be hate I, I also like how apparently like Canadian was the reason you're going to get hate crime, not the fact that you're half Asian. <laughs> <laughs> they, they hate crime you for being Canadian. They're like those Nova Scotia plates, boy. Those moose loving motherfuckers come down here and taking our jobs. Come you maple syrup, fuck. <laughs> um, I mean, you drive through certain neighborhoods, and it's like if you don't meet the paint chip spectrum of color, like you don't belong in that neighborhood. Get out. Oh yeah, there there is no moment in my life i've ever felt in more danger than driving through new york genuinely oh yeah new york's a shit all dude dude i i, I told uh br and i think i showed you a video um i passed oh, the four driving. burning wrecks on the highway not not <laughs> one yeah. four like car engulfed in flame there were no survivors everyone fucking died um it, like it, it was the point and i'm not a particularly good driver i don't think i'm a bad driver i've never really you know been in an accident or anything um but there I am, like, the speed limit's 55, I'm doing 60, and cars are, like, blazing by me on both sides doing 110. 
Um, no, I can, I can see why so many people die on the freeway each day. It was supposed to be an uh, eight-hour drive that day. It took 14. <laughs> and, and this, yeah. Um, most of the drivers I saw basically everywhere else, except with the, the exception of like Atlanta and Texas, were pretty good. But um, rural Kansas, I, I liked. You can tell a lot about a town, though, by like how many domestic violence hotline ads there are. And there were kind of a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's nothing else to do. That means they <laughs> care. It means they care. It means they care. The, the, the road was uh, pa- paved with used condoms. Um, it, it, it was a time. I, I actually really liked Kansas, except for that part. I haven't but, made yeah. my way out to Kansas yet. I like Arkansas a lot, for sure. Yeah. I hate Arkansas. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I I did not like the people there. They feel like they're from the fucking 1940s and not the, ide- like the, the idolized part, like the real... The real scummy bad news part of the 1940s. Wait, wait, oh yeah, you, you drove through there on your road trip, didn't you? Yep. Those motherfuckers are not cool. Yeah, no. There, I do even. know that there are some spots where, uh, at least in the South, if you get pulled over by like an officer, you yep. better be yes sir, no sir, because let me tell you, sir, they'll take you right out of your car and give you a who and a what for. <laughs> <laughs> Just hang you from the nearest tree. Um, oh God, it's wild. Yeah, no, actually, in my entire life, I'd never been pulled over until Maine. Uh, so someone got That's the craziest me. thing, too. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, I'm a, I drive a Prius, like, I'm invisible. I, I could probably be, uh, I, I was, I was speeding pretty bad. I was doing 75 in a 45. <laughs> oh, dude, I've hauled so many drugs in a Prius, quick. reformed, yeah. <laughs> but ultimately, like, that's where, you know, no one catches you when you have fucking... <laughs> You're just like, oh shit, we're driving, there's a bunch of weed in the back, no one's gonna stop, because you're, yeah. you've got glasses on, and you're in a Prius. <laughs> yeah your, your prius was very sagging from the body armor and guns in it <laughs> <laughs> like, hmm. but but yeah the uh he let me off with a warning probably because it was uh really really uh hard to give a ticket to someone from another country but in in actuality, it was like Silent Hill foggy. I had no idea what the speed limit was. I was just kind of going. Dude, some of the fog out here gets so fucking bad, especially where you're at in Idaho. So, oh man, yeah, no, driving dude, here was wild. Like I, I the coast see. and it's uh, fuck, man. I was driving through Idaho last winter yeah. at some point, and there are some roads where it's not the highway isn't just like a big interstate. It's like you'll end up going down just kind of a two lane road for a while, and it's super flat, right? Yeah. So when it's flat like that and it's foggy and it's snowing and you're the only one on the road because it's late at night, there are no tire tracks to follow. There's nothing. Yeah. There was for the first time in my life, I was straight up just using GPS to determine that my vehicle, I was just hoping GPS was right because Jax and I are in the car and I'm cruising and there's no way to tell where the road stops and the horizon begins. It yeah. was gnarly. It's it's sketchy. I'm like, well, we can't stop here because it's gonna be cold and we gotta get home. So, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty wild out there. You gotta be safe cruising. We didn't expect the snow to hit like that when we were going through, or for it yeah. to be that it just kind of rolled in. But those flat spots out there, like Idaho, is beautiful. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's definitely it's some sketchy winter weather. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, driving through the mountains, it it was great. Like, don't get me wrong, I I really liked it. But it got sketchy at night. Same with Utah. Um. I visited a couple people on the way, like, uh, spent time with my friend from, uh, Dead Air, um, 
went to uh, Flux Defense, which was pretty fucking cool. Um, good guys there. Uh, and uh, Bra Operator time in Denver. Uh, maybe we should censor. No, no, he's not p- private at all. Um, but the the worst was definitely driving through the mountains. It's some of the most fun I've ever had driving, but at night, it's entirely full of deer, and they don't give a fuck. <laughs> like... They just oh, want yeah. to- the deer, the deer anywhere in anywhere rural, like they just they will just obliterate your fucking car. They don't care. Yeah, no, they're they're, they're all suicidal. They're all yes. suicidal. Yeah, they don't. It's I've oh my god, I've had so many friends or family members like hit deer. The deer just go right through the fucking windshield. Like unless you're in a semi and that thing's just getting ripped to the grate. Like your toast, it's not gonna. Deer, deer will fucking kill you from just yeah. letting you kill them. Yeah, I did notice the further south I went, the smaller the deer got. Like uh, around you, uh, Br, I like the deer were dog sized. I kind of wanted to yeah. just pick one up and like throw it in my trunk and have a friend. <laughs> um, it wouldn't it, have had the space for your gear back there. Oh Dude, my god, some yeah. buff deer in the Pacific Northwest. Holy shit! Yeah. I, yeah, I just want to reiterate. Like, yeah. your Prius looked like a homeless operator was on the move. <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible. Look at the back, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, no. I can't imagine pulling you over and then just seeing, like, stacks and stacks and stacks of camo and, like, plate carriers and shit and being like, uh... Oh, what? Well, like, who are you? <laughs> and the Nova Scotia plates? Yeah, like, can you step out of the car, please? And I, I get out and just, like, can- empty cans of fucking ghost energy drink just spill everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Like two hours of sleep. <laughs> like, oh my god, no! T- towards the end, th- there were a couple times where it, like, I saw God. I, I had to stop. <laughs> like, there-, there was one time yeah, I was on the way. That's dangerous. Yeah, hey, I- I- I te- it-, it was. <laughs> Sorry, I texted yep. Nathan. He just sent me photos or videos, and he's like actively driving while texting me, having a full conversation. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty cool here. And since we have videos, he's driving down a fucking like mountainside. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? It's called fucking text to speech. I don't think Snapchat has that. <laughs> <laughs> no, not on Snapchat. I, I did. I, I did indeed uh, text and drive you uh, a couple times. That was dumb. I did drive you for fourteen. You from the movie Extraction Two. So like... <laughs> I, I did admittedly uh, tell you I'm not going to watch this until I'm stopped. <laughs> oh, so so that's where you drew the line. You'll that's, you'll text that's where your I draw the line. I'm not going to watch. You like, watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One day I'm gonna text Nathan and he's just gonna be like respond like like he's gonna cut off mid mid text message and I'll realize that he's just clearly I just, the I just got annihilated. Like I yeah. I actually uh I saw a god um in my drive fr- to Denver where I'd I'd been driving for like thirteen hours and suddenly I opened my eyes and I'm like a foot away from hitting an eighteen wheeler doing eighty. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, that was really bad. So I, I had to stop, and uh, Jorge called me, and we just talked the rest of the way to his place. Have you been in a bad car accident yet, Nathan? Uh, no, I haven't been in any. Um, when I used to, when I was in Dubai, I, I got in a bit of an accident, but that's it. But uh, that, I wasn't driving. Best knock on wood, boy. You in America now? Yeah. Oh yeah, we we do car accidents for lunch. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's just a it daily occurrence that way. It seems extremely. Con- I've been in one car accident, but like like that that was like a long time ago. But it seems like in America, it seems very constant. It's very common, and it, once you see the drivers here, it's like oh, that. Well, that it's experience. because we actually have one of the. I mean, short of third world countries, like we have pretty shit requirements for actually getting a driver's license. On yeah. top of that, 
many people don't actually get driver's licenses and they don't have insurance, even though it's illegal to do uh, that. Imagine, imagine doing that. Uh, yeah, so many people, so many driving people. Illegally. It's just like, and it's such a fucked up system because I've had friends who've been T-boned at traffic lights and the person just drives away and they don't have insurance. They're like, yeah, I don't have insurance. And they leave. Oh yeah. And that, there's that nothing happens. they can do. Car yeah. stolen, no insurance, tweaker hits them, and then they're just out for the bill and they got to deal with it. Yeah. Admittedly, that, that happened to me in uh, Halifax. My, my buddy's Miata got hit. I, I was in the passenger seat at the time. And it, it was a tweaker who stole his mom's car and he didn't have insurance. Um, like, he, he gets out of the car and it, it's this, like, lanky guy. He looks like he's strung out and he's got a fuck the police tattooed in his forearm. Based. But, which, yes, based. <laughs> Stealing his mom's car, though. That, that part decidedly a lot less based. I felt very bad the, for her. The, the, that, that was my first, I think, like, after getting out of the airport uh, in LA, my first time ever going to LA, um, we were coming out of the rental place, we pull out of the parking lot, immediately get T-boned by someone running a red light, and they just kind of, like, look at us, and we're like, what the fuck? And then, like, we start to get out of the car, they immediately jump back in and drive off. And we're like, oh, cool. LA, nice. I, I know, aside from me, I know two people that have been driving on a learner's permit for over a decade, where it is, <laughs> where it is illegal in Ireland to drive with a learner's permit that a licensed driver in the car with you. Got a picture of them with like acne in their picture and they're like in their 30s. <laughs> literally i know someone with exactly that i the funniest thing was one of them gets pulled over by the police and here if if they, if they catch you with this they're meant to like take your vehicle and shit and uh the 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 police officer takes his license and like runs it and he goes back and he goes 11 years you've been on this he's like yeah and he goes he goes fucking sort that out <laughs> gives him back yeah. the license and let him go <laughs> he was just like he's like you can clearly drive you've been doing it for 11 years well come yeah. on and he was like yeah <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's kind of how it is in the US at the minute with uh, car registrations because <laughs> fucked. Oh, great. I gotta, I gotta censor that now. Like, uh, the pandemic fucked everyone up on, on registration stuff. So most people don't really give a shit. I keep on seeing like annoying shit pop up on Reddit where people post someone's outdated registration. It's like, no one fucking cares, dude. Fuck no registering fuck your fucking car. Fuck that Seriously. shit. Fuck Seriously. Fuck that shit. Fuck you guys. All right, you got to pay taxes on your goddamn taxes. Fuck you. I'm not registering my car. You know how many times yeah. we've pulled over for a car not being registered now? Plenty. You know how many bills we paid for it? Zero. Fuck them. People don't give a fuck. Like, you would need to find, like, a proper piece of shit cop who would pull you over and, like, ruin your day for that. Well, for, uh, I've been driving on expired tags for a hot minute now, and I've had cops right behind me. I'm like, great, here we go. And nothing. I'm like, Well, for a while, wow. at least they just didn't bother because there were more important things. I was honestly a little surprised when it started happening at a certain point. But like out here, there was a campaign that people with vehicles that were unregistered were disproportionately uh, marginalized groups. So they basically told people in certain areas, just don't pull someone over because the likelihood of them being marginalized is high. So we counted as profiling. They were literally counted as profiling for pulling 
people over for expired registration. Driving your own registered like car in blackface to avoid a fall. <laughs> <laughs> Actually legal in Canada. Funny enough. <laughs> yeah, the, the first thing I did when I uh, crossed the border was just buy a tin of shoe polish and a bunch of red lipstick. <laughs> God damn it. The cobbles over you're like, you want to do this? You really want to be on the news? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can escalate this, officer. Yeah. <laughs> Open your jacket to the Black Lives Matter shirt. <laughs> was it cute? One of those memes where it's like sweating and it's like me going for the officer's gun or whatever reaching for the officer's weapon. The little sticky hand. Yeah, the, 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 the <laughs> T-Rex grabby arm. Yes. No, I, I can't help myself. Okay. I, I I want that avoidance of uh, of mar- marginalized group uh, stuff to apply to Glock switches. If we get that, yes. that would be great. I've seen <laughs> what they do to people for people in inner cities of Chicago. I just want that for me. <laughs> a life hack though on registration just before i forget i think there's a couple of states one of them being pennsylvania that you they don't give you tags like once you register your your plates they're just registered and so i have a couple of people i know from pennsylvania who live over here and <laughs> they've never registered their car in 12 years wow i mean wow. Like, i'm like that's, that's so a, smart that's, that's so a good smart. life hack yeah so that smart. is very very clever I know. I love it. I'm ready to just get property. I don't know how much it is. I think registering cars in Idaho is kind of expensive too, but the, the real I, I, trip, like the tax is surprisingly bad here. Um, I, I thought it'd be less. He didn't look that, you didn't look into that before you moved. <laughs> oh no, you should know Nathan. He didn't look up, he didn't look up where the face fucking is. He just started driving. Just like, started driving. <laughs> Genuinely, that, that was one of the many things where I'm like, oh, Nathan's moving to the US. I'm so curious about his process for like he, picking he a state. Like, cop. He's like, where are you going? Nathan's like left. <laughs> like in all likelihood nathan just threw a dot at at the map and was like yeah, yeah um, there we go oh my god so when i got pulled over by that that fucking guy he looks in my backseat and he's like what's all this and i just look at him and i go i'm going to comic-con <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah um, among so amongst nathan's tactical gear he has like a full doom suit <laughs> <laughs> that's believable then yeah yeah i've been bringing gear to it like pouches and I, i'm putting a holster on I, i'm going to shoot a, like a three-gun match in it i swear to god yes Sick. like um. it's, it, it's going to suck that they, it's very hard to move in but it looks dope so dude i'm gonna do the uh we're going to you know finish brutality in august and yep. i don't even it's, it's gonna fight i know it's gonna kick my ass and there naturally i feel people would be let down if i didn't do the cosplay portion which will probably be low-hanging fruit as me and my tiger onesie. But either way, it'll be very hot and difficult to move Dude, in. So full Sailor Moon. Full Sailor Moon. No. what? No, I don't want to. Look, wigs Wigs are a problem. Because if you have a wig on, like it's long hair that you can't feel if it's pulling. So that gets tangled on shit and can be really dangerous. Nathan, um, just fucking build her a fucking full-on Transformer bumblebee. I already, I've already made a full scale Gundam costume and I have my own Halo suit. So it's like, I've had like, I have that shit. Halo suit. But Halo suit. Yeah. It's still not, it's not very mobile. Like I want to yeah, be. They, they, I have one too. They are not, but still. Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with you? I, I, I would love some recon. I, I got that shit back in like 2008. I want it again. Well, my good thing we a... set up your fucking 3D printer. My shit's yes. a resin cast Mjolnir fucking Mark Forward over the hell. It's fucking badass. It's used, uh, we, we all I, need I to go five. shoot like a match in our, our shit. <laughs> I did a Mark V helmet and a, a air assault suit from Cat because it was the only one that like fit 
purport like made sense for proportions for tits. So how how the fuck do all of us have have like halo armor? Because like, this, this is a complete coincidence. Well, I, I'm the only one, I'm the only one lacking. This sucks. I again I have FOMO. We are. I will I will help you. To be fair, I need to get my like I never finished uh never finished all of my suit. I have lots of pieces uh, that I put for it, but I never put it all together how I wanted to. So I'll revisit it at some point and actually put in yeah. the effort to do it. It's a lot of it's work. It's like 90% though. of cosplays. So you always get like, like nerves in the way with it. And they're like, oh, I got to fucking get a new belt. I mean, fuck this. Yeah. I don't mind the fit. Just doing that. It was my first time ever using, uh, there's a program called Peppacura that I used. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, fuck. It's, I hate Peppacura. Oh, yeah. I, I, it was awesome. It was really hard. Like my fingers literally got blisters from cutting so much for all the little, yeah, Lines yeah, for anyone who doesn't know what that is, it basically takes your, your a 3D uh, a 3D image of something. Uh, you can scale it to whatever you want it to be. Then it takes that 3D image and creates a sort of lower poly form of it, not super low poly, but just creates foldable dimensions. So like if you're a kid and ever cut out pieces of paper to build a cube, it's like that, but for grownups. And you print it on <laughs> cardstock that's, uh, you know, 80 pound cardstock to 100 pound cardstock so that it's really dense. And then that cardstock is then cut and glued into shape. And then you take that cardstock and you dip it in a Bondo resin uh, mixture, a 50-50 uh, that is used with fiberglass cloth to create really tight mesh so you can like sand and paint it's basically building a car shell uh, and it's the worst thing in the fucking world it's awful and yeah my my, i'm in the process of doing my mandalorian armor at the the moment i'm just 3d printing everything i was like cannot be fucking bothered yeah now 3d printing is amazing like i almost really would like to do that yeah um well good thing i live close to you now because uh, I've been doing it. I mean, like, ish. I don't know how many hours away we are. You'll have to text me your actual address so I can see what that is. A fuckload closer than you would Yeah, were. I mean, certainly closer than can. That's for damn sure. And the flights yeah. are real short and pretty cheap coming over this way too, so. Yeah. Which is I'm nice. I'm pretty sure, hold on. Yeah. I, I'm closer than I was when I was uh, visiting Coeur d'Alene. You know what? You know what is a good news though, though, now is that we've got BR, myself, and dear Lucas, and it's basically three adults with a doodle cat and Nathan <laughs> is the doodle cat. And so the three of us are going to be able to be like, Nathan, you get to go be like, yay, and draw pictures. And then we get to be like, cool. And this is what needs to happen. And so now everything's just going to be going so good. It's going to be awesome. Yes. It doodle is. cat doesn't have to think. Doodle I cat can just think. shoot just guns do. and doodle pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yay, doodle cat. <laughs> Where did that phrase come from? I've heard that before somewhere. What doodle cat? I don't yes. know. I maybe I I, maybe I like doodle. I've got a couple maybe. doodle cats. Yeah. There's part. I know of party cat. I don't know of doodle cat. There's doodle Bob from SpongeBob. Probably you're thinking of. Probably that that that's probably it. Doodle Bob was goaded. Mm. For anyone who doesn't know. <laughs> what the fuck is doodle Bob? Just all right. Just when you take a moment, just go later and YouTube the doodle Bob clip. It was it was unhinged. It was crazy. It was like Harold and his purple crayon, but meth. Oh yes, no, I, I, I definitely saw this once upon a time. Yeah, it's awesome. I just, <laughs> that'll just be my next cosplay. We're just gonna paint a piece of cardboard and put Doodle Bob on it, and they'll be like, "There it is, top tier cosplay." Do, do finish brutality with that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, J- Jax is gonna go black metal, I think, because there's all this. There's something called finish black metal. That's literally just 
corpse painted faces like hard shit like, oh, that seems cool like, so i can't just go like hot goth girlfriend with like corpse paint face or you know tiger onesie and it's kind of a toss-up i'm gonna be honest i don't know like the the tiger onesie with the uh the bucky's posing like that that went pretty hard i won't I lie know. that's a that's an album bucky. cover right there Dude, i i love the me and nathan got a pic when we were down in texas together we got a picture in front of bucky's doing like album pose i love it <laughs> <laughs> I love Bucky so much. I, I now see, like, uh, yeah, we had that conversation. It's like, how the yeah, fuck? Yeah, why no one shuts the fuck station? up about it once they go? Yeah, like I, I was thinking that, like, how the fuck does a gas station have like a fan club? How how is this such you a know thing? What Bucky's at Bucky's is the Church yeah. of America. It's yeah. the only real church. It's the only church we really need. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like, if the, the minute had, I step like, to Bucky's, it's like I get it now. I get it now. I'm part of this club. God, I live I live way too far away from Bucky's, but that's okay. Yeah. I go visit there every time I go there. Wait. Lucas, do you understand? Uh, are you familiar with Bucky's? Absolutely not. Okay, well, there will come a time. Is yeah, it? Is it? Is it like? It sounds like something like fucking uh, Wawa or something. No, it's God's yeah. gas station with the finest <laughs> pumps you've ever seen. The cleanest store. You could lick the fucking floors in there. It's and wild. Probably cure your probably cure your sickness. It's so nice. Yeah. It's just a wonderful place. They have an island of forever food that always yeah. happens. It's Lucas, a magical remember world. when you v- visited me and you're like marveling over the size of all the department stores and things yeah. like that? Um, it It's basically the same comparison between the stores in Nova Scotia versus the stores in in, uh, in Ireland. It is massive. It is like a, the Costco of gas stations. It's it, a, is. it is a silly big gas station. Yeah. It's, gas it's stations ridiculous. Don't need to they have a hundred pumps out front at like every one. Yeah, it, it is obscene. Like you pump through and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it is, <sighs> I mean, the amount of people when we went in, it was humming. Like My the, favorite part, yeah, I'm there at five o'clock in the morning because we were up all night uh, together, a, gr- a group of us. And they were just looking at, they have like deer uh, fucking hunting kit tents and stuff like deer tents and everything yeah. else is out front. like oh yeah buy the bucky's deer tent and you're like <laughs> oh yeah it, 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 it's a gas station that yeah. you can buy red dots at yeah like, you, like you you can walk into the bucky's and like buy a, a freshly made beef brisket sandwich from one of their many like internal restaurants and then go buy an entire set of Bucky's brand patio chairs. Can you and call them restaurants they're just like these magical food distributors like you have like yeah. the 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 case of all the jerky just jerky by the pound of all these flavors these wonderful yeah. flavors of meat oh, it's, it's possibly so my favorite thing about america so far i'm getting the meat sweats just thinking about it <laughs> like I, I got a chicken for here like 3 a.m on the way to the airport like fresh <laughs> it was insane i was like i, I shouldn't trust this but i will because i've only heard good things no, sure this is now a bucky's shilling podcast yeah, like, the, the, we should stop talking about them because they don't pay us. If, if, <laughs> we will continue if you start paying us, Bucky's. But for yes. now, you cut off. <laughs> I have, a, I have a, a a Becky's. I mean, I like turned the Bucky's logo into a cute girl, and I put on my yeah. Patreon. I'll post it at some point. It came out. I'll have, to, I'll have to send it to you guys in chat so you can see it. Dude, they uh, recently on Twitter they po- so they said initially we're not changing our logo for for uh, June. And then, like a few days later, they posted one where they had Pepe in it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so if that tells was you that anything, real? was that real? Yes, it was. I promise you, this oh was on their God. main on That's their main so page. Unbelievably based. Oh, I love Bucky. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, and w- when you're in line for the uh, for the 
the restrooms in there, they have like come and take it and don't tread on me kind of artwork yeah. on the walls, like canvases for sale. That trucker art. Yeah, it is it is wild. That's you would not see anything even close to it outside of the US. The very first thing that I saw when I walked into Bucky's, like it basically hit me in the face because I was marveling and just walking blindly, was a shirt that said God, Guns, and Chocolate in like the Live Love Last <laughs> yes. font, and it was pink. So good. America. I love truck stops. They're just like, they're the best place and when you're traveling through America to go to. Like you, next time you come through, you know, Lucas, if you're cruising on the road for a while, truck stops are usually, you'll be like, oh, these truck stops, like not lots, stops. The stops yeah, are always really fucking clean. They've got like showers in them. Uh, nice shit. Like, all the truckers come in, they got to do stuff. It's like, if you're stuck on the road and you got to go somewhere to have like a clean shitter and a place to literally shower shit and shave, it's pretty lit. Sounds sick. Yeah, I fuck with yeah, that. We have like smaller versions of that in Ireland. There's like the ones like showers and shit like that, but they're they're not very nice. Well, Ireland's not very big. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, no, it's not. Like like so, it's 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 hilariously small. Like, like I have like friends in America that will like drive six hours every weekend to see their parents or some shit, and I'm like that would be like going across all of Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite comparison I've ever heard between Europe and Americans is that. Uh, People in America think 200 years is a long time, and people in Europe think 200 miles is a long ways. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Because I'm used to taking day trips, literally, that are 350 miles in one direction. It's like, okay, cool, yeah, we'll just drive three and a half hours and go to this lake, and then we'll spend there for the day and then drive back. Like, that's happens so, like, that's just what you do. I'm still adjusting to that, because people are like, oh, yeah, it's a day trip. I'm like, no, the fuck, it's not. (laughs) This is a journey, and we we might die on it. Like, no, no, it's, it's it's just a day trip. Like, Jesus Christ, my ancestors didn't move that far in their life. Most people's commutes are depending on where you're at. I, like, I don't know what the average commute is like per everywhere, but most commutes, whether you're rural or city, it's going to be forty five minutes to an hour. I mean, in fairness, that was I until very recently. My commute was always like at least thirty to forty minutes, but that's because I lived out in the country, but. So that that does exist in England or your uh, Britain, but it's like you'll be living in the same city in the U.S. and forty minutes will be like pretty standard to get to work. I hate that. I hate that. But Dude, uh, I also understand it. Like that's the shit that made me pick up Ted K. I was like, <laughs> I get it. It makes <laughs> on sense. The, on the Fuck commute, this. listen to the audio book, being like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> the the, the irony of like listening to the the fucking audio book of Industrial Society and its future <laughs> while like on your car through Bluetooth while you're driving to work. My Bluetooth isn't working, piece of shit. The irony yeah. is not lost. I think uh, I was after, so the day after Uncle Ted died, you know, or announced that. Oh, fuck, R.I.P. We haven't yeah, talked about that. Fucking R.I.P. Fucking Unky T. Unky T. Yeah, how come we haven't made, you know, like, Nathan, I think you and I need to come together and do, you can draw Uncle Ted and then I can make the, you know, the pictures that were for like Harambe and Changuido. he needs like his r.i.p you know poster that way we've got it we've got to put that together yeah we need the angel angel uncle teddy (laughs) somewhere up in heaven (laughs) he's sending mail right now (laughs) the day the day after he passed unlimited stamps he's in heaven it's amazing (laughs) i was at costco and i was uh ranting on i was making posts to my stories about Go in there and the fucking air purifier has Wi-Fi and the toothbrush has Bluetooth and my dryer has Wi-Fi. Dude, yeah, what the, the fuck? fuck off? 
Yeah, dude, I, I pumped gas down here, and while I was pumping gas, the the fucking screen on the gas pump started playing advertisements. Oh, that's old. Oh, yeah. Long time. Yeah. What? Welcome to America. Yep, welcome yeah. to America, buddy. I mean, I knew about that. The yeah, Industrial Revolution's consequences. At least since the early two thousands, <laughs> maybe even sooner in some places. Fucking the worst what? Is when you get into a taxi in the U.S. and they've got a, a mandatory uh, TV that you have to watch fucking Jimmy Kimmel for like your entire trip, and look, I'm going to kill myself. That is, I hate that. I hate that so much. Same. Except Black Mirror episode. I, 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 I don't want to interrupt, but uh, Nathan, did you not have to leave by now? I do have to leave very soon. We got another five minutes in me. I'm a, okay, I'm cool. I, I, just, I, I don't want you to... to so that means to we have another 20 minutes. Hey, look, if he's going to be late anywhere, so long as it's not late to the podcast, <laughs> that's all I care about. You can be yeah. late anywhere else you want. Yep, yep, plus one. <laughs> I do not care. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's on time here. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, shit, I guess we can kind of uh, hit the main point of, of episode 101 a little bit. Is uh, This is the first time we've brought all of the, the hosts of the show together. Now that yeah. we're kind of, kind of a soft... Not, not reboot. I don't, don't want to call it a reboot because we've kind of no, been it's doing... Not, it's a, yeah. you know, it's a Transition. It's the passing of the torch. Yeah. It's a new it's season of the podcast. It's a new era. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. A but, shiny uh, new era. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. Lots of lots of things on the way, but uh, it's nice to kind of formalize it a little bit. I mean, you guys have been, you know, part of the show for a long fucking time, of yeah, course. Like, I mean, genuinely for both of you, it's been like a year. Which is funny because Lucas and I just talked for yeah, real for the, the first time yesterday, and I yeah. don't know how it took that long. <laughs> I was like, I, 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 Paige was like, I always heard Paige's name and you should on the podcast was we never ended up on the same episode together. So it was yeah. just like, And we just hadn't had the chance to talk. So yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yesterday or the day before, we literally just started talking and we're like, hey, what's up? Oh my God, it's hey, you, you finally. we both know the same retard. Yeah. <laughs> and we had a great, it was just, we ended up, uh, I called him afterwards and we talked for a while and I was like, okay, cool. Like now we know what's up and this was just made to happen. So yeah. it's perfection. Now yeah, we, we got to get you down to visit and because Paige is close, we can all hang. Why don't we just and, get you out of Ireland? Do you, yeah, how I much do you that. like I Ireland? Actually, I'm in the, I am seriously considering a move to either like Tampa or Austin or some shit. It, it, yeah, it's Texas, on, okay, I, Hot take. Yeah, Texas is cool and all, whatever. Uh, that place, like, fucking sucks. Like, I hate Texas as far as, like, what it has for <laughs> biome. It's all the same everywhere. It's just dusty and flat. And then also, also, it rains in Texas pretty frequently. And yeah. no one, I mean no one, knows how to drive in fucking Texas in the goddamn Yeah, that, that's, that was I, actually one of the things that... Ireland. Hmm? I'll right in. <laughs> I'm from, I mean, granted, everyone's got, everyone from everywhere always bitches about their drivers. This is true. Everyone's like, yeah, oh, yeah, but, the but driver, now that like, drivers in Pittsburgh, drivers in LA. Yeah. But Texas. I've experienced almost every state. Texas has really bad fucking drivers. Yeah. Texas, Los Angeles, and I haven't had the chance to go through Florida uh, yet, but I've heard many stories. I think Atlanta those are probably some of the three too. top places. Vegas is kind of its own thing, but everyone just expects it to be that way. So I think it, you know, I mean, people die every day on that road, but, you know, it's just kind of like, ah, it's Vegas. What do you expect? But Vegas, baby. <laughs> but Texas is, uh, as far as uh, cities go, Austin sucks. It's one of the worst places I've ever been. Fuck that really? place. I, I didn't mind I, it that much. Yeah, I was there just, a couple weeks ago. Okay. I've been dealing with, uh, I've been doing a bunch of stuff in Texas uh, lately, yeah. just going back and forth. And it's to the point where I was talking to the uh, uh, planning commission and the city about some things, and you can't even have like cartoon pictures of guns on ads without being afraid it might offend somebody. Like this is in San Antonio. And I'm like, wait, you guys are the home of 
the Alamo, like the home of Black Rifle, that military city USA, they're like, yeah, like Austin blue as fuck. Like Austin is if Seattle and Las Vegas had a grimy baby. I think I said that last time. I was like, I don't know how much you've been to Austin. Granted, I went there at night. It was nighttime, Austin. But it was still just like, I don't know. I live in Seattle and at least Seattle, like we've got grimy shit, but the air is clean and it's green and beautiful and you can still get away from it. You kind of can't escape that element. Like all over the city, you're just kind of in the city. I'm like, ugh, I don't like that. But anyway, no, I just, uh, Texas is okay, but at least um, Florida is the actual land of the free. And I, I, I really enjoy my seasons, which is why I won't leave the Pacific Northwest until I'm forced to. But um, I'd probably go to Florida if it was like a second chance. Be like, yeah, it's fucking beautiful and based as fuck. Yeah, I had someone I know there straight up be like, I, I want to go to Europe and travel for a year. Do you want to just rent my place? And I was extremely tempted. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, do it. Full send. Yeah, come in, come out here. You can stay with it. I'm. I mean, I know you can crash fucking with us. With I'm sure Nathan. We got all yeah. kinds of spots now. You can go all over. Have your little your little Thank Lucas you. your little Lucas tour. Yeah, oh, great. Another one. Another one. <laughs> that would we actually were, be great. I'm getting, I'm we were so going to road trip around. through. Um, we were also about- now, you guys, we're all gonna go to Shot Show together in the coming yes. year. Fuck yes. It's oh, dude. <laughs> We are you're coming this time. We, we tried to get a I will. I will. You know? We'll make it happen. We will indeed make it happen. I mean, you got your accent. You could probably just come over and find yourself some, some, you know, get, get yourself a citizenship last. You know? <laughs> yeah, it is insane, honestly, how, how that stereotype is 100% true and works extremely well. I just have to say things and it just works. Yeah, it does. It, it, things have a way of culminating, working out that way. You know, you're like, oh, shit, this shit sucks. Uh, nothing ever goes right. And I'm like, nah, bro, it's your head that ain't right. You got to. Oh, yeah, no, me. I'm the opposite. I am I, I have a, a a true believer in everything always works out for me because I am God's favorite soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Every, he loves me and everything always goes right for me. And uh, yeah, it's great. You sound like uh, I made this, this this friend. His name's Danny. He's a, he's a music. He's a music fellow. And he has very much a similar mindset. Yeah, he does like a bunch of concerts and stuff and has that and has all these fans screaming his name. And he's just like, yeah, uh, how can you have a room full of whatever, tens of thousands of people screaming your name and just not have a God complex? It's just meant to be. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, damn. Okay, I ain't gonna argue. (laughs) Yeah. Everything always works out. Well, whether we like it or not, everything, uh, it works out. Whether or not it works out in our favor is dependent upon how you uh, decide to, you know, do things with your skill sets. If you sit on your ass and you're like, nothing happens. You're like, well, did you get up today? Like, oh, no. yeah, You could just outwork 90% of problems. So like, just do that. The, no, this is true. Think about the relationships people make work, right? You can make anything work. I'm sure some of you listening right now, you got that fucking, you got that that bitch of a partner or whatever or job and you're like, oh, they're, they're so shitty. And then you still go to fucking work every day and make excuses about how you need the money when you could work at a fast food place for legitimately probably the same amount of pay. Like <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. People seem to think that once they do something, that has to be the thing they do. And that's the only thing. I'm like, no, you can just do whatever the fuck you want. You can just be like, I don't like this. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Yeah, that... Like Nathan and I had a chat uh, before you moved down here. We were talking, this was like last year. I was like, Nathan, just fucking get here. And he's yes. like, got this. And so I'm like, there will always Part be something. Part of the something. reason I just fucking did it. Good. <laughs> you just got to be stubborn about it. Like if you don't like where you're at, just be like, all right, I'm out. 
Yep. Yeah. Make it make it happen. I'm doing it because this Irish hate speech law that will make my memes folder give me like 50 to life forever. Actually, uh, yeah. So part, I gotta, part, I gotta, part of the reason I also like expedited my move is like, oh, you, you, like if the the options now are like move or die in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah genuinely, it, I would be in jail if I didn't leave. Yeah. <laughs> At least America is big enough to move around and divided enough that you can still find communities that support you and whatever. I don't care what the fuck you are. It doesn't matter how outrageous yeah. on any like line of the spectrum like there's there's somewhere right now a little culture a little culture pocket waiting for you in the usa yep that is not true of many other places <laughs> sure as fuck not it's, yeah. a, it's a beautiful thing it makes it uh, ireland's trying to make it illegal to be in possession of anything considered hate material so that could be anything from like a fucking meme to like like, an, like I, I actually think a lot of historians are going to get fucked because if you're like you know <laughs> world war ii researcher and you've got like you know old nazi propaganda shit or something yeah you're fucked you're 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 possibly going do to jail you know, i mean how do they enforce that like what's the do they even have a police force that's is it super buff do people spend a lot of money on their on their you know enforcers there uh no but realistically what it's gonna be is gonna be that anyone that they dislike immensely that is making too much noise is going yeah. to get targeted it's yeah. just a law really in place to use as like a bludgeoning tool for when they eventually do catch you for something else but also i'm not taking the fucking chances oh my god yep. just rent your house to some you know self-righteous fat liberal woman who wants to feel special in ireland and fucking fuck off in the u.s man yeah, that's exactly what I'm, I'm. I'm gonna do. To be honest, it's uh, it's getting fucked here. I don't. I, I can't stay here, so I gotta get the fuck out. I mean, it wasn't like I particularly fucking like the place anyway. You always have a place to stay with me if you need. Thank you. I love you, Nathan. I love you very much. I love you too. Uh, we will shoot guns, and I don't know, be no American. I'm very excited. <laughs> no kith. No. Uh, so at some point, very soon, the four of us are gonna make a point to come together and get into some shenanigans, whatever that yes. means. Um. It's going to be a downright dandy good time when that does happen. Yes. And yeah. Which no, like latest shot show, hopefully before that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it better be before that. Fuck, that's that's still six months away, dog. That's a yeah. whole half a year. Maybe we need to have like a winter tour. Yeah. No, <laughs> actually. Can we do like a book signing? Let's just finally like get like we'll we'll make. We we'll don't have just, a book page. We have a book. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck! Now we have to write a book to hang out. No, we have to write a book. It's just a picture book. No, I've been to... saying I've been telling us for ages. We need to do a live podcast where we rent out like a bar that has a stage and shit, and we do a full on live podcast. People can come and that like want to hang out and just have a great time. And be, dude, let's be let's awesome. do that at Shot Show. Genuinely, yes, I, I I guarantee at Shot Show if we we reached out to a company, you are grossly. Like, grossly yep. underestimating how fucking expensive retarded stupid expensive shot show is to be as any kind of exhibitor no i don't mean as an exhibitor remember what we were doing at duramag oh yeah yeah yeah. that yeah, was also something, just, just something like that it's like we use an existing booth and we record a live episode like if it's if it's like the duramag thing it's there's enough space around it that you could actually have people fucking show up um and that's just one example. You, I mean, that said, yeah, yeah, there's, 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 there's options. I will yeah. say in general, uh, there, there's going to be some stuff coming up. You guys, you guys all know I'm working on some shit and maybe a couple of people yeah. in the industry do. I can't announce yeah. it just yet, but, uh, yeah. uh, we'll get to have lots of really cool opportunities to do stuff too, going into the future, which mm. I'm excited yes. about. 
Yeah, I'm very excited. I, I hate to cut this short, but I actually have to run. I have a ton of work to finish. Uh, uh, I will talk about this before I go because I'm very excited. But next week, I'm going to go party on a super yacht and it's going to be fucking sick in the middle of London. It's going to be so fucking cool. A super just, yacht? That's a get stabbed or acid. super yacht in, in London. It's fucking huge. It's going to be Jesus. hype. I'm very excited. That, uh, it's yeah. for what is your a life? work event thing. That's That's I'm supposed great. to, of all random things, I get back from Finnish Brutality and then in September... I'm supposed to go have a, a birthday event with some with some silly people at one of Conan O'Brien's mansions. And I'm Same. like, that sounds cool. Because I'm like, I don't like drink or anything. So they're like, we need a chaperone. I'm like, I can help. Well, I got designated. Yeah, I, I, I don't really drink either, but I am absolutely getting photos smoking a cigar on the super yacht. 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I, cigars are just cool. I don't know. I like yeah, cigars. I, 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 I said smoke. to, uh, it's for like the, the coaching thing I do. And I, I said to one of our founders, I was like, if every single male student here is not using the super yacht as a Tinder sales asset, we, they've learned nothing. We failed them. Like, <laughs> there is no helping them but like yeah, who's like, coming to the super yacht like are there gonna be bitches that's what i said i was like it's gonna be like a hundred fucking <laughs> marketing nerds we need to get some fucking strippers or something yeah shit. like or you better like, have like a in the strippies you need yeah. like a pussy to peen ratio and i don't mean like you know yeah, it needs I'm, to be I'm legitimate pussy not I'm just very pussies. worried about that, that that element but uh i'll just make sure all my photos are me on my own looking pensive off into the distance but uh yeah it's <laughs> This is my super yacht. Yeah, it's gonna be. I'll use Photoshop to remove everyone else but me. Um, but, <laughs> no, that is genuinely something that I said. I was like, that's something we actually should uh, should discuss and worry about. But we'll figure it out when we're fucking there. We'll see see how it goes. I think that we can only hold like eighty people anywhere or some shit. So we can't uh, even just. Yeah hit people up or something but it's going to be sick it's going to be it's going to be cool but i have like six different clients to finish off for before that shit so yeah. unfortunately i have to, to to run now it's gonna be midnight uh, honestly here. I'm me too like, working yeah for a few hours well in closing everyone uh thanks for hanging out we're stuck yeah. to fucking move on into a new uh, not new water but uh yeah we, we've yeah officially bigger moving water. to newer water we've unofficially been doing it for like seven months yeah, yeah this, this is, is the official this era. is true We've just yeah, seen, we just announced the podcast. Yeah. We're coming out. We're coming out as bigger <laughs> entrepreneurs. Nathan's gay. Well, it's, it's Doodle Cat and the three adults. That's really yeah. what it is. Um, <laughs> that's that's the big coming out. <laughs> Nathan's coming out as a doodle cat. <laughs> Nathan's just he's just a little little doodle cat. There he goes. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I'm going to go fit, get fitted for a suit and then uh, autistically dry fire for a little while. So uh, th- this is. Yes, I fuck. I love this country. I love this country so much. <laughs> Immigrants always do. Funny how that works out. Yeah, really? I'm very excited yeah. to move. Be able just to have a gun. That'll be sick. You know, yes. maybe we aim. Maybe we aim to create a program where it's a swap where we'll take the immigrants who value freedom and we'll give you our insufferable. Uh, was it the uh, what's the acronym? The affluent white female liberals. The awfuls. Yeah, they don't want to leave. Um, yeah, dude, we'll the, the amount of people like my uh, my friends down here, and I'll, I'll tell them about my experiences with, like, for example, Canadian healthcare, and they're looking at me like slack jawed, like I thought it was so good, I thought it was so good. It's like, like no, I, I couldn't no. get a ten minute outpatient <laughs> surgery that was like so many people die in fucking waiting lists. Holy shit! Br is from like the UK, where like, like he one hundred percent knows how fucking he's from like Misery Central, like <laughs> it, dude. I went into the ER with two black eyes after being randomly assaulted and wow. got like a whole scan done. They're like, yeah, you don't have a concussion. Go home. I, I, I was looking at my, some of my best mates and I couldn't remember their name. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you hear that? You hear that, lads? I don't have a concussion. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Whatever your name is. Yeah. Lifelong friend. I'm blind and fucking retarded, but the doctor's not good to go. Let's leave. <laughs> fucking solid. Well, in the meantime, we're just going to hope that uh, Nathan doesn't get gout again um, yeah. or die oh, of any dude, weird strange illness. After Texas, and after a couple of times, uh, yeah, it got pretty bad. He has um, not learned anything. I haven't learned anything. We went to a Waffle House in Tennessee. Um, yes, we did. Oh, God. And holy shit. I, I brought Waffle my own maple syrup. Waffle House Nathan's is great. foot will be like three times the size of man's knee, and he'd be like, I don't know what's wrong with me, and he's just boiling sugar in a pot on the pan. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nathan, you've made, all these, you've made all these rants about hating fat people with Mitch, and if you're not careful, you're going to become not what you fat, hate. Though. He's yeah, not it, fat, it, he's just, he's, his foot gets fat. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I've been doing pretty good. Like now I'm here. Uh, my my eating's kind of equalized a little bit and I'm back to like not eating gas station garbage and like road food. Um but I, Dude, I traveling is so rough for that. Yeah. It is so shit. You Holy eat fuck, so bad you're really traveling. Bad. I actually like everything fits different and uh, the, my my road trip was like <laughs> 2 weeks. Um But fuck guys, like I so I I like basically everything, you know how you know get you get coffee and it's like Dunkin' Donuts or Tim Hortons or whatever the fuck. Um, everything's like a chain. Here it's not. It's all tiny little individually owned coffee stands. So I'll I'll go up there and be like, yeah, I would like a black coffee, please, or like a black iced coffee. And they'll look at me like, you don't want anything in it? Are you sure? Like to be clear, you mean nothing in it, right? And they're looking at me like I've got three fucking heads. It's like guys. Uh, I had a guy do that at Starbucks here. I was like, I was like, black coffee, please. And he was like, you, you don't want milk or sugar. And I was like, no. He was like, a lot of people do that, man. Dude, <laughs> just, okay. just give me my drug. Yeah, I was like, fuck. I was like, all right. And then, and then to be fair, he goes, he gives it to me and he goes, I put six shots of espresso in it for you. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I've legit had, I'll get every once in a while, like I, I, I enjoy my coffees, but I don't need like a lot of sugar. I'll be like, oh yeah, make it like half sweet or something. Like just put like a single pump of like flavor in there. Like that's fine. That sounds good today. And I've had like bitter women like look at me and just like crank out like six pumps of sugar in my drink i'm like no I, that's not what i wanted they're like well you like there's no way you mean that kind of i'm like yeah no I, I really do i don't need it or i just want a little bit that's it i promise yeah. <laughs> it's awful <laughs> but hey right. nathan you're here uh yeah. lucas has got to go and yeah, so you does nathan actually where you you know i told you five minutes and here we are now 25 minutes because that's yes yeah, so I, I gotta go get get uh, all my stuff done <laughs> Also, uh, probably get a bunch, some Glock sites pushed for me. So, right. Paige, it was great to be on the episode with you. Great to finally be on everyone all at once. Yes. Uh, and and it'll never happen again. This is it. Yeah. This is it. Never, 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 never again. We're, we're a Bucky's podcast now. We're yeah. a Bucky's podcast now. We, we actually do have a ton of cool shit planned. Paige let me in and all the fucking secret meetings and documents and shit. And it's going to be fucking sick. We've got so many cool things coming up. Yes. But uh, yeah, it's going to be great. I'm excited. Yay, Team Doodle Cat. <laughs> Team Doodle Cat, let's fucking go. That, that's the rebrand. All right. <laughs> Thank We're going to have Nathan on a leash at Shacha, a little harness, like a kid backpack harness. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. There's already some really dark implications in there. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. We'll I'd... find use for that leash later on. I'll be fucking him in the ass. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>